Faith, Hope and Love, episode 212, The Solemnity of St. Patrick, the 17th of March. Today we commemorate St. Patrick of Ireland. Born in Roman Britain around the end of the 4th century, he died in Ireland about the middle of the 5th century. He faced hardship as a missionary bishop in Ireland and opposition even from friends and fellow Christians. Yet he worked to unite and reconcile people, to evangelise and to educate local chieftains and their families. Remembered for his simplicity and pastoral care, for his humble trust in God, and for his fearless preaching of the gospel to those who had enslaved him in his youth. Specially honoured in Australia because the many Irish people who came to settle here brought with them the faith and zeal of St. Patrick. Rather fittingly for this feast day, we now hear a hymn inspired by St. Patrick's prayer, Today I Arise, and happy feast day to my mum, Patricia, and all those whose patron saint is Patrick. This is Faith, Hope and Love. your family and your father's house for the land I will show you 
I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name so famous that it will be used as a blessing. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Hello everyone and welcome to this feast day, the Solemnity of St. Patrick. As one family in Christ, let's prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries by first calling to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you came to gather the nations into the peace of God's kingdom. Lord, have mercy. You come in word and in sacrament to strengthen us and to make us holy. Christ, have mercy. You will come again in glory with salvation for your people. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the O God, who chose the Bishop St. Patrick to preach your glory to the peoples of Ireland, grant through his merits and intercession that those who glory in the name of Christian may never cease to proclaim your wondrous deeds to all. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the prophet Jeremiah. Chapter 1, verses 4 to 9. The word of the Lord was addressed to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. 
Before you came to birth, I consecrated you. I have appointed you as prophet to the nations. I said, Ah, Lord, look, I do not know how to speak. I am a child. But the Lord replied, Do not say, I am a child. Go now to those to whom I send you, and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to protect you. It is the Lord who speaks. Then the Lord put out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, There, I am putting my words into your mouth. The Word of the Lord Go out to all the world and tell the good news. Oh, praise the Lord, all you nations, acclaim him, all you peoples. Strong is his love for us, he is faithful for ever. Go out to all the world and tell the good news. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Chapter 13, verses 46 to 49. Paul and Barnabas spoke out boldly to the Jews. We had to proclaim the word of God to you first, but since you have rejected it, since you do not think yourselves worthy of eternal life, we must turn to the pagans. For this is what the Lord commanded us to do when he said, I have made you a light for the nations, so that my salvation may reach the ends of the earth. It made the pagans very happy to hear this, and they thanked the Lord for his message. All who were destined for eternal life became believers. Thus the word of the Lord spread throughout the whole countryside. The Word of the Lord Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord sent me to bring good news to the poor and freedom to prisoners. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Chapter 10, verses 1 to 12 and 17 to 20. The Lord appointed 72 others and sent them out ahead of him in pairs to all the towns and places he himself was to visit. He said to them, The harvest is rich, but the labourers are few. So ask the Lord of the harvest to send labourers to his harvest. Start off now. But remember, I am sending you out like lambs among wolves. Carry no purse, no haversack, no sandals. Salute no one on the road. Whatever house you go into, let your first words be, Peace to this house. And if a man of peace lives there, your peace will go and rest on him. If not, it will come back to you. Stay in the same house, taking what food and drink they have to offer for the labourer deserves his wages. Do not move from house to house. Whenever you go into a town where they make you welcome, eat what is set before you. 
cure those in it who are sick, and say, The kingdom of God is very near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not make you welcome, go out into its streets and say, We wipe the very dust of your town that clings to our feet and leave it with you. Yet be sure of this, the kingdom of God is very near. I tell you, on that day it will not go as hard with Sodom as with that town. The seventy-two came back rejoicing. Lord, they said, even the devils submit to us when we use your name. He said to them, I watched Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Yes, I have given you power to tread underfoot serpents and scorpions and the whole strength of the enemy. Nothing shall ever hurt you. Yet do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you. Rejoice rather that your names are written in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord St. Patrick had many qualities which we give thanks to God for today, including listening. He took time to listen, talk and answer questions, and this was a recurring theme, empathy. He faced trials in his own life, and this empathy was displayed when he encountered the trials of others. This is especially clear in his letter to Coroticus. Healing At the end of his letter to Coroticus, he offers the opportunity for them to repent, even after what they'd done, the chance for healing. Awareness He was clearly aware of his own weaknesses and the culture of the Celtic Irish. Persuasion His ability to convert strong leaders, chieftains and kings. His conceptualization, the use of the shamrock to articulate the mystery of the Trinity. Foresight, the strategy he employed in charting his mission throughout Ireland, carefully choosing each step. Stewardship, he saw the future of Ireland and the care of its people as the core of his mission. Commitment to the growth of the people. He trained clergy and so sustained and consolidated each location before moving on to the next. Building community. The sites he used as churches were at or near the seats of chieftains and kings. Many were founded as monastic settlements and became population centres at a time when few existed. Here's some inspiring quotes from St. Patrick. So I turned with all my heart to the Lord... And he looked down on my lowliness and had mercy on my youthful ignorance. He guarded me before I knew him and before I came to wisdom and could distinguish between good and evil. He protected me and consoled me as a father does for his son. This is how we repay such blessings when our lives change and we come to know God, to praise and bear witness to his great wonders before every nation under heaven. This is the one we acknowledge and adore, one God, in a trinity of the sacred name. In the knowledge of this faith in the trinity, and without letting the dangers prevent it, it is right to make known the gift of God and his eternal consolation. It is right to spread abroad the name of God faithfully and without fear, so that even after my death I may leave something of value to the many thousands of my brothers and sisters, the children whom I baptised in the Lord. I didn't deserve at all that the Lord would grant such great grace to me, 
after hardships and troubles, after captivity, and after so many years among the people. It was something which, when I was young, I never hoped for or even thought of. It was in the strength of God that I went, God who turned the direction of my life to good. For that reason, I give thanks to the one who strengthened me in all things, so that he would not impede me in the course I had undertaken, and from the works also which I had learned from Christ my Lord. More and more, the love of God increased, and my sense of awe before God. So I want to give thanks to God without ceasing. Before I was humiliated, I was like a stone that lies in deep mud, And he who is mighty came in his compassion and raised me up and exalted me very high and placed me on the top of the wall. I am Patrick, a sinner, most uncultivated and least of all the faithful and despised in the eyes of many. If I did or showed forth anything, however small, according to God's good pleasure, let this be your conclusion and let it so be thought that as is perfect truth, It was the gift of God. Christ beside me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ within me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me. The Lord discovered to me a sense of my unbelief that though late I should remember my transgressions and that I should be converted with my whole heart to the Lord my God. I only seek in my old age to perfect that which I had not before thoroughly learned in my youth, because my sins were a hindrance to me. I plainly told them, Be sincerely converted, and with your whole heart to the Lord our God, for nothing is impossible to him, that he may today send you food on your road, even until you are satisfied, because he has everywhere abundance. And with God's help it was so done. Behold, a herd of swine appeared in the road before our eyes. I have a creator who knew all things, even before they were made, even me, his poor little child. I partly know why I have not led a perfect life like other believers. But I avow to the Lord, and I do not lie, that from the time I first knew him, the love of God and the fear of him has grown in me from youth so that I have, by the power of God, always till now kept the faith. Let who will scoff and revile. I will not remain silent. Neither will I conceal the signs and wonders which have been shown to me by the Lord, who knew all things even before the time of this world, many years before, just as they happened. Sufficient for me is that honour which is not seen of men, but is felt in the heart, as faithful as he is, who has promised and who never lies. I have the good fortune through my God that I should never abandon his people whom I have acquired in the extremities of the earth. I most certainly believe that it is the gift of God that I am what I am, and so I dwell amongst barbarians, a proselyte and an exile for the love of God. Believe, avarice is a deadly sin. I was freeborn according to the flesh. I am born of a father who was a decurion, a Roman cavalry officer in the command of a squadron. But I sold my noble rank. I blush not to state it, nor am I sorry for the profit of others. In short, I am a slave in Christ to a foreign nation 
for the unspeakable glory of the eternal life which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. It was not any grace in me, but God that put this earnest care into my heart, that I should be one of the hunters or fishers whom long ago God foreshadowed would come in the last days. I see that already in this present world I am exalted above measure by the Lord, and I was not worthy, nor such a one as he should grant this to me, since I know most surely that poverty and affliction become me better than delights and riches. I have vowed to my God to teach the heathen, though I be despised by some. And finally he says, The Lord is greater than all. I have said enough. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God, the Almighty Father, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Patrick's faith expressed itself in his writings and through his practice of prayer to his Heavenly Father. Let's now direct our own prayer to the Father in the same spirit of faith and with the same personal conviction. For our bishops, priests, teachers and all who speak in the name of the Church, that they may lead us into the deeper understanding of the teaching of Christ which is required by the needs of our time. Lord, hear us. For our public representatives at home and abroad, that they may be an example of Christian living to all whom they meet and with whom they work. Lord, hear us. For those who strive to bring our people together, whatever their race or creed, that by the power of Christ they may heal the wounds of fear and history. For our local community, that we may give witness to our faith by our kindness to those who need our help, especially the old and the young, the sick and the lonely, and those who are deprived in any way. Lord, hear us. For all of us gathered here to honour St. Patrick, that our love of Christ may arouse in us a stronger commitment to Jesus and his gospel, which our forebears have handed down to us. Lord, hear us. For all missionaries and all from Irish origin who have helped to spread and live the gospel of Christ, Lord, hear us. 
for all who have died, that they may now enjoy the eternal reward of God's kingdom in heaven. Lord, hear us. God our Father, hear the prayers of your people. Guide us on our way to you, inspired by St. Patrick. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Rejoicing in the gift of faith, O Lord, we bring you these offerings. Grant that through the prayers and example of St. Patrick, our lives may be united to Christ our Saviour in a holy sacrifice of praise. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For as on the festival of St. Patrick you bid your church rejoice, so too you strengthen her by the example of his holy life. Teach her by his words of preaching and keep her safe in answer to his prayers. And so with the company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. What I say to you in the darkness, speak in the light, says the Lord. What you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. Let us pray. Receiving, Almighty Father, the body and blood of your Son, we have known a foretaste of the heavenly banquet. Grant that in communion with St. Patrick and all our forebears in faith, we may be true to your commandments on earth and so share eternal joy in heaven. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.
Thanks everyone for joining us on this Solemnity of St. Patrick and I hope you have a wonderful St. Patrick's Day to celebrate. And we continue to give thanks for all people of Irish origin who have come out to many countries, including Australia, and shared the gospel, often at great cost to themselves. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. May God the Father who called us together to celebrate the solemnity of St. Patrick bless you, protect you and keep you faithful. May Christ the Lord, King of heaven and earth, be close to you at all times and shield you from every evil. And may the Holy Spirit make you rich in holiness like St. Patrick and fill you with love for God's people. And may the blessing of Almighty God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you forever. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants from the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009 by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin by Geoffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Today I Arise for Patricia Kelly by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged with additional lyrics and sung by Stephen Kelk, 2019. Production by KER. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise like a rose bears its thorns. Today I arise this new day. Day I arise, today I arise, this day I will.